Hi guys, Esther Kesumera here and welcome to another one of my episodes. I hope you're all keeping safe. We're in the middle of a pandemic. It's quite scary because we don't know what's going to happen next. There's a lot of uncertainty, but I just hope that your mindset is strong and you are believing that you can do this, you can make this, you can still make your business work. If you have a restaurant business, businesses are closing, food and drink businesses are closing on Thursday. So that will mean no customers coming through the door. But there's so many different ways that you can still serve your customers. And that's the most important thing, is to focus on what you can do and not what is happening. And by that I mean, do not focus on the fact that you're closing your business. Focus on the fact that you can now use your staff to actually help you do deliveries. So you can just completely change direction for the next couple of weeks while your business is closed <clears throat> to continue to serve your customers. So you focus on how you're going to market to them because you already have them. They've been coming to your restaurant for, for quite a while now. If you have been using technology, you have their information so you can contact them. You can offer them discounts on, on meals that you can deliver to their doors and you can continue to earn an income through this. You're receiving government support, so government is still giving businesses funding that are closing. So if you're a business that are closing and you're getting the funding and you're still delivering food and your services to your customers, then you're winning, you know. So as long as you're keeping safe and abiding by the guidelines for the government, you can survive this and you will survive this but you have to believe that and how do you believe that is to keep your mind strong how do you keep your mind strong make sure you develop some rituals every day and listen to at least 10 minutes of something positive every day and not focus on the news that's what will keep your mind in a positive state so it's now about buckling down and finding different ways of how to live because th these are one of the things that we have not really experienced in these generations you know something like this is something new to everyone so people have always had a certain way of living I mean I have always had a certain way of living where you wake up in the morning you go to work you're speaking to people you don't have to wear masks, you don't have to keep a distance, you don't have to do anything. But now things have changed. So we have to just keep up with the changing environment and not not worry about it. Because if you worry about something you can't change, that's going to be the source of your frustration. That's going to be the source of your overwhelm. That's going to be the source of your stress. And when you're stressing about it, you're using up all your energy and then you'll have no more energy left to actually focus on the things you can change. So that is the key. Just focus on the things you can change. Focus on how you can maximize in this environment to still serve your customers, to still, I mean, they've been coming to you, they're regulars, so you know what they want. All you have to do is have a different way of giving it to them, but that should not stop you. That might be a new avenue for your business. So think about it and 
email me tell me what what kind of business you have and how you're thinking of changing it and um, if you're a food business even more exciting because now you're going to find different ways of serving your customers and these might be new reven, reven, revenue lines that you'd never thought about so it can be a changing time but through change is where we grow through change is where we realize our potential because now we're out of our comfort zone and whenever you're out of your comfort zone trust me that's when you grow that's when you, you 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 will see how much you have in you how much fight you have in you so it is an uncertain time but it can be exciting as well so it's it's how you handle it it's how you see it and it's how you believe in yourself so now is the time to act and because of that i've been feeding you all sorts of ideas on how you can serve your customers so we've looked at payroll in detail and we moved on to invoicing <clears throat> now a sales invoice we looked at what a sales invoice is and it's one of the most important documents your business can ever issue anyone and the reason why is because you receive money in exchange so you've offered a service you've offered a product you've sold it to the customer they've loved it you and you've given them an invoice because either they've made payment instantly or you're sending them an invoice to make payment if it's a especially if it's a business to business customer you're sending them an invoice and you're expecting payment so that document will be the thing that will show how much your business will be worth because how much money coming in is how your business generally is valued on top of goodwill or anything else the most important thing is that because through money obviously is how you're going to pay your staff how you're going to buy even more goods to serve even more people how you're going to market your business so your numbers are the most important thing as i've always said you have to know your numbers and issuing an invoice is one of the ways of earning money so how do we do that so we looked at what an invoice is we looked at what items should go on an invoice you know what are the most important things you can have on an invoice to make your life easy to to help you know what that sale is about what that service is about when it was issued how it was paid you know what kind of message do you give your customer when you send them an invoice with no date on it you know if you're not telling them when you want to get paid how will they know when to send the money to you so we looked at different ways in which you can structure your invoice the most important things you should be putting on your invoice in order to get that money from your customers on time so we looked at that and then we looked at the due dates the payment terms the most important things that should be going on an invoice that I have seen being left out and these are the things that will delay payment these are the things that you know once you send it to your customer and they read it and it's not clear because clarity is power so when you're clear on telling your customer this is the day I delivered the service this is how much it cost and this is when I need the money that level of clarity will send a direct message to your customer 
saying, oh, they want their money, so I should give it to them. So that is so important. And this is mainly business to business, even business to customer, to to business to individual. But the thing with business to individual is a lot of the times they pay up front anyway. So say you're selling goods on eBay or Amazon, they have to pay for the goods before you actually send them out. So a lot of this will be with business to business, you know, where you're sending an invoice and you're expecting payment. You have to be clear on all these things. So the good news is that there is a software for it. And this software will prompt you <clears throat> to input all this information. So this is directed at people who do you still have documents, sales, sales invoices that you create on Word or Excel. Those are the documents that you have to check. And it is so time consuming because you have to bring the document up and start to input or oh, what's the date what is what's the amount what is the service what is this what is that but when you have the software the software does everything for you it will default to the current date it's down to you to change it it will ask you what due date you want and it will suggest one for you so you can accept it or you can you know you can change it then you can have all the services already programmed in the software and this is major especially if you offer different services so you have all these services programmed and all you do is select and you will it will populate so you don't even have to write out anything so the time you'll take and the beauty of this is that you're doing it on your phone so you don't even have to go into your laptop open word look at the last invoice try and work out what the next one is all those invoice numbers are automatically populated. The dates are automatically populated. The descriptions can be already input in there. So all you do is select the description you want. The amounts, once you have the amount, it automatically calculates the VAT for you if you are VAT registered. If you're not, all you do is click a button, the invoice is done, send. And it will internally send it to the customer. It will give you different payment options. So that is the beauty of it. So when you are issuing the, the invoice, we talked about checking the legal name. Now this is huge. Some businesses will not even pay you if you're not issuing the invoice to the right business because sometimes you'll find that the legal name of the business is different from the trading name. So they might be trading under a different name but their actual legal name that is recognized by the taxman is completely different. So if you don't invoice them correctly, then you don't get paid. So these are the things that you need to look at. So when you send the invoice to the person, we talked about who are you sending it to. So that's another thing. So you, you can't have somebody who rang you up and said listen can you come and do some repairs in our offices and normally that's not the person you have to invoice because he has nothing to do with processing your payment depending on how big the business is if it's a one-man band that's easy you'll just send it to the owner because he's probably the one who rang you but if it is 
a large business, then you have to do some investigating. You have to ring them up and find out or contact the person who rang you after doing the work and find out who is the person you have to send the invoice to. Because once you address it to the right person, it speeds up the payment process. So you have to make sure that you know who that person is, add them to the invoice and make sure it's addressed to them. Get their email address, get their postal address. I don't know how you send your invoices out and just make sure that you're sending it to the right person. So a lot of the times, if you're dealing with a big business, especially, they use purchase orders. So what is a purchase order? Purchase order is kind of like, you know, you're asking for, you're, you're allocated a budget. So say you have a department, marketing, you're allocated a budget. And so anything that's used from marketing is given a number so that you're able to deduct that money from your budget, for your marketing budget. So that's how it works. So if you're to do a repair, you're giving them a number and the business will recognize that number as a service to the marketing department so they'll know who to charge. So if you're doing that work, you have to ask that marketing department for that purchase order number because a lot of the time, if you have no purchase order number on your invoice to your customer, then you won't get paid because they'll not know who to allocate the, the, the money to. They'll say, we don't know which department ordered it because there's no purchase order number. So if you're dealing with slightly bigger businesses, you have to really tread carefully when you're sending an invoice. You have to make sure that you have all this information handy so that you're directing it to the right person and you're, you're getting your money. And those are the main things <clears throat> that you need to look at. But what I can advise as well, what we spoke about was when you're now running a business, you've set your business up, you're so excited, you have this cool software, hopefully, that you've found, I don't know, free agent, zero, it could be anything, QuickBooks, anything. So you have your software, you've set it up, you've added your logo, so you have this beautiful sales invoice you're sending out, you've added PayPal to it so they can pay you online, you've added Stripe so they can pay by card, you're so excited, and then you're sending it using your email address. Now you have a different relationship with the business. So if you're sending this invoice to the person who gave you the work, who rang you up and said, listen, come and fix this for us, and you send them the invoice, it's a bit awkward if they don't pay you and you're trying to chase payment because that can damage your relationship. They can take it differently. Imagine if somebody called you and said, listen, come and do this work for me. And you've done the work, it's beautiful, and you're, they're happy, they say send us the invoice, you send them the invoice, and then they send payment, but you're busy doing something else, so you don't see the payment coming in, so you don't even allocate it to the invoice. Maybe you have no software, so you, how would you know? You see the payment coming in, you don't know where it's from, because you have all these different jobs you're doing. And then two weeks later, you're thinking, oh, these guys have not paid me. And so you send them an email and say, hi, 
remember me? I did some work for you and you didn't pay me. And they say, oh, no, we actually paid you. And that can be slightly awkward because they're thinking, what kind of person is this? Do they want us to pay them twice? Or, you know, then you're like, oh, yes, oh, my gosh, yes, sorry, I didn't realize uh, you, you paid me. So all these things you can avoid. And how do you avoid them? So what I tell business owners that I meet, especially one-man bands, is create a different email address. And that email address will be the source of your sending your invoices to businesses. So you, if you create an email address which is accounts at. So this is important because then even if you're speaking to that person, they will think it's coming from a different person in your business and yet it could be coming from you. But because it is accounts at, they'll think, oh no, I think their accounts department got it wrong. They'll not say, oh no, 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 it is John that got it wrong. So you kind of separate yourself. You kind of separate your relationship from <clears throat> sending, from, from invoice sending, chasing payment. You know, so when you're chasing payment and you're chasing payment as accounts at, they'll not really relate that directly to you. They'll just say, oh, this is a company chasing us for payment. So even if they get it wrong, or even if you get it wrong and they've already sent you the payment, you're able to say, oh gosh, um, you know, I'm really sorry. You know, the accounts department got it wrong. So there's a way you can kind of like separate yourself from what is going on, you know, and then you're able to just focus on providing them a service. You know, they can even ring you up and say, come and do more work for us, you know, despite the fact that your, your accounts at is still invoicing them and chasing them for money because they think you're two separate people and it kind of separates that really nicely so that can be something that you could think of you know create an extra email address and then just have it and in a way it, you're even um you're even separating that crowding because you have an email address and you have all these orders coming through with people requesting your service but then on top of that, you're also sending out reminders for payments. You're sending out invoices. So your inbox can get really busy. So this can also be a way of separating them and cleaning them out and not having too much going through your business. So I highly, highly recommend it because it is something really cool and it is something that will make your life so much easier because then you'll say, okay, on Tuesdays, and on Thursdays, afternoons, I will have a peek through my accounts at Inbox and see what's going on and see who hasn't paid me or, you know, what needs doing. And then you just have that separately going on. And then you have your other business going on and your other Inbox going on all the time. So that can also be an idea that you can have. So accounts at, please set it up different types of invoices so what are the different types of invoice sales invoices we're talking about sales invoices not part, not not invoices from your suppliers because i like to focus on sales invoices of a business because that's where the juice is that's where the money comes in so that's the one that i really want you to master so we're not going to talk about 
purchase invoices for now. Purchase invoices kind of like sales suppliers chasing you for money. You know, suppliers you have to pay every month. That is something that we'll discuss later. But for now, I want you to get the sales invoices right. And I am going to give you all the information I have about this because I really want you to get your head around it. I really want you to obsess over producing a beautiful sales invoice because it sends a message to your customer of what kind of business you are. You know, if you have a, an invoice that you send and it's plain and it's, it just has your name, name of business, what you've done, amount, that's dull, you know. I like beautiful invoices where you add the logo, you put all kinds of things on there, you tell them your payment terms, but you put the services that you have, even services that you that are add-ons, you know. You you tell them what more services you can offer. You give them an Instagram link, you give them a Facebook link, you give them all your social media info. You, you you make it cool, you make it nice, you know. You thank them for your for their business, you know. You put your phone number, you put your address, you put everything. So you make it look so cool. And when the customer receives it, they're happy. They think, oh my gosh, these guys are professional, these guys are really cool, you know. And they know what to do. There are payment terms on there, there are, there are instructions on there, there is everything. They can pay online, all they do is click a button. It takes them straight through to a credit card process. They just input their credit card and boom, the money is coming to you. You know, PayPal. They'll just click PayPal and it will automatically send the money to you. So I like that. I I want you to have that kind of thing going for your business. You know, it's 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 so, so nice because it makes your life easier. You can raise an invoice in 30 seconds. I'm not even joking. 30 seconds. And you just send it out. So you can't compare that to raising an a invoice in Word document. So that's the thing. That's the thing that I want you to do. So we've run out of time, guys, because I like doing this for 20 minutes. I, I, I don't want to go over 20 minutes, which we already have done. But I like to keep it to 20 minutes so that you go off and do something else. I like to have bite-sized info so that it gives you something to think about, but it's not too overwhelming. So you go away, you think about it, you try different things, and then you see how it works, and then hopefully you send me an email and say, oh, that was cool that I did, you know, you should see my invoice. Actually, send me an example of your invoices that you send out if you deal with business to business. Even if you're dealing with business to individual, just send me your invoices. Let's have a look at them, you know. Where is your logo? Is it on your invoice? You know, what are your payment terms? Are they clear? You know, do you have a date on there? What software are you using? I love to hear stuff like that. So just send me a message and I will be more than glad to hear from you. So what will we talk about next time? Next time we're going to talk about the different types of invoices. I'm so sorry I've not covered it this time, but my next episode will cover that. We'll even talk about how invoicing works from start to finish just for people who want to understand it well because this is important this is the most important document for your business so we'll talk about where you start where it finishes and we'll even talk about 
you know actually let me not even go in there but we're going to talk about a lot of sales so if you want to get your sales invoice accurate if you want to get it bang on the money then this will be an episode you'll want to listen to but for now i gotta go keep safe and take care and make sure you look after yourself really really well but for now i gotta sign off bye